0: I didn't mean to hurt you, please forgive me, please forgive me. Then that old devil comes with guilty feelings and, and all this. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. But sometimes when the damage is done, the damage is done. Well, hello everybody. Welcome once again to Kingdom Rock Radio. I pray that you have been enjoying this series entitled Watch Your Mouth. Today is part number seven, and it is the concluding part of the series. Wow, we've had a great ride. Now, don't forget, if you have not heard all of the parts, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. There you can find the series entitled Watch Your Mouth, and all the videos are there the audios you can download it or just simply listen to it right there on the website or of course you can subscribe to our podcast and go to the roku if you have a roku television or device just search for kingdom rock tv and the videos are there waiting for you now without any further ado here comes the concluding part of watch your mouth right here on kingdom rock radio Well, as you know, we've been in this series for the last uh, six weeks, and this is actually part number seven and the concluding part of this series. Today ends the series entitled Watch Your Mouth. But of course, just because it ends here in the church fellowship does not mean it has to end in your life. You can always ask the Spirit of God to help you to watch your mouth, and I pray that you will. I pray that you'll ask him to give you further insights and directions. He will do it. We can go on for the next year or two or three talking about the power of the tongue. The Bible is full of it. Hallelujah. But this is where this particular road at least is on a pause for now. The next series that the Lord has given me to give to you uh, is entitled Life is Good. Life is good. Hallelujah. I believe the spirit of God is going after the spirit of heaviness. He's going to drag it on down to hell. Hallelujah. Life is good. Say with me, life is good. I believe it's time for his people to live out of the saucer. Hallelujah. Remember, the Lord said that your cup would run over. Hallelujah. Live in abundance and out of abundance. Not just talking about financial things, but living out of of an abundant heart of love, joy, peace, and gentleness, and goodness, meekness, temperance, and faith. Living out of the the fruit of the Spirit for your entire life. That you wouldn't go about dreading life. That you would live until you die. Or live until the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Father wants you to live. He wants you to live. Glory to God. He wants you to live. I feel it beginning to pour out of me now, Gene. He wants you to live. Turn your neighbor and tell him he wants you to live. God wants you to live. You're speaking the word of God. Now you're prophesying to your neighbor. You're prophesying now. He wants you to live. So I pray that, uh, that this week you'll be praying with me. And uh, I thank you so much for your faithfulness in praying with me uh, so that I, I'm not carrying this, this gospel plow by myself. I'm thankful that I have a group of intercessors who are praying with me. And I'm thankful for our online community. Online community, we thank you. Kingdom Rock, let's give them a hand. Welcome online community. Welcome, welcome, welcome wherever you are all around the world we just say we celebrate you and we thank you so much for your prayers and your financial giving it is because of people like you that enables us to continue to reach people worldwide let me tell you once again once you give when you give people do live So again, keep on praying, praise the Lord. Keep on praying and interceding for us and keep on giving so together we can build the kingdom of Christ in the earth and watch people get saved, healed, and delivered. Thank you, thank you so much, thank you. All right, you guys ready? All right, let's go into Watch Your Mouth, part number seven. Now, we're going to start this week off uh, with a confession, and we're probably going to continue this confession throughout our next series. There are about nine points that I want to give you, and uh, I'll, I'll say them, and you can uh, say them back with me. Uh, and today, we're going to subtitle today's message, and this is the final part of this series once again. We're going to subtitle this, Double Talk. Double Talk. You don't want double talk in your life. Let me tell you that now, double talk. Let's do these confessions. The first one is, uh, well, matter of fact, you can just read them with me. You have them on your screen. Ready, let's go. I am the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. I am getting better, better. Every day in every way, I'm getting better. My body is healed. I am free from death. I am blessed beyond measure. Good things are happening to me and for me. I'm always safe and secure. I am happy, healthy and whole. I'm leading others to Christ and I'm fulfilling my divine destiny. I am filled with all the fullness of God and his love circulates in and through my life daily. I'm at peace and at rest in my Father's love. Hallelujah, isn't that awesome? At peace and at rest in my Father's love. So I just wanna continue, just tell you, continue to confess that, hallelujah. Get the CD, get the tape, get the, watch it online, and just repeat it again and again and again. We'll see if we can have these things printed out for you too. Adding this as part of our confession for our um, for our fast coming up. Now, as we wrap up this series, let me just remind you of a few points here before we go on today. Remember, your life will follow the direction of your words. Your life will follow the direction of your words. Your tongue is the steering wheel of your life. It plays a major part in determining your course and ultimately your destiny. And listen, you will never rise above your own confession. You will never rise above your own confession. Your confession is the watermark of your life. Your confession is the watermark of your life. What do I I mean? Think about it, Um, hmm, yes, let's talk about that. Your bathtub, yes. Um, When you get out of your bathtub, I'm not sure who I'm talking to online community, so I'll just say uh, when so-and-so gets out of his bathtub, there may be a little ring around the tub. They may have had some good soap, and you know, they may have been pretty dirty that day. And when they hop out of that tub, there's a line all around that t- tub. That's the watermark. That's the height of the water. And your confession uh, will determine the watermark of your life. Your life will never go beyond your confession. Your confession is the watermark of your life. It will tell you how high you're actually going to go. How high. Your confession. Now let me tell you something. If you continually say, I can't, you won't. You never will. But if you say, I can, you know, eventually, I believe all things being equal, you're going to get that thing. Are you hearing me? So uh, the phrase... I can have that. The phrase, I can do that, I can become that, must rule your conversation. I can have that, I can do that, I can become that. And it must be a part of your vocabulary on a daily basis. And it must be a part of the the vocabulary of those that hang around you. Are you hearing me? got to be a part of their vocabulary. If you don't hear hear these words, I can, I can do, or I have, I can become that, these positive words, if you don't hear them around your friends, then it's time for you to get some new friends. It's time for you to get some new friends. Are you hearing? As a rule, we all tend to mimic, we all tend to mimic uh, those that we um, hang around. Uh, We will mimic what we constantly see or hear. So make this rule actually work for you. Make it work for you. Uh, Socially or statistically, they say that you are uh, the average of the five closest people in your life. You're the average. If you wanna see what you're like, and sometimes it's difficult for us to see what we are like. If you want to see, cause you may think you're, you're one thing, but you may maybe something else. You're, you are the statistically, statistically, you are the middle of the five people in your life. Now, let me give you this example. Let's say you are going to go take a trip, all expense paid trip to um, some resort somewhere, to the Cayman Islands. <laughs> How about that, all right? Now exclude your spouse and exclude your children. Think about this. You can take five friends, five people that you call friends with you, five people that you call friends, excluding your family. uh, That is your spouse, your children, excluding them, five people that you call friends. Think about it for a moment. What five people would you take with you? What five people would you take with you? Who would you take with you on this journey? Well, you say, okay, I'll take rutabaga, I'll take so-and-so, so-and-so. Think about it for a moment, who would you take? When you get those five people, understand something, you are the middle of those five. If the five people you would call to be with you, if they're all negative, you're negative. If they're all positive and progressive, then you're positive and progressive. T- uh, statistically speaking, you are the middle ground, the median of your five closest relations, excluding your family. Whoever is on your list, how are they? And you'll also discover how you are. If that's something great, then hallelujah! You're doing well. But if all of those, if they all have confessions of bad things happening in their lives, they're always in a jam, they're always in a mess, they're always in a pickle, they're always frustrated, they're always aggravated, That's you. Or if you say, I can't think of anybody I would take. I'll go by myself. Well, then that's another issue altogether. We'll have to work that out. Are you hearing? You're the middle of those. You're the middle of those. So if you don't hear among your friends, among your conversations, if you don't hear a lot of, I can do this, I can do that. You know, I can become this. I can become that. Hallelujah. Good positive confessions, confessing the word of God. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that every once in a while they won't have a little something happen in their lives. Every once in a while, you have to help bear one another, help hold each other up sometime. Hallelujah. All of us will have little fits like that every once in a while. Not every day. I hope you're hearing me. So it may be time for you to get a new group of friends. That doesn't mean that you kick them all to the curb. That may mean that you spend a little bit less time with them. Are you hearing? They still need love. But you have to give the Holy Spirit time to use someone else in their lives and not just you. Are you hearing? The company you keep uh, is definitely it definitely influences your life. Let me show you a scripture, uh, simple scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, chapter 13, please remember this, or rather, chapter, rather, chapter 15, verse 33, uh, the new, new King James Version, this is how it reads. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, uh, New King James Version, it says, do not be deceived. What? Evil company corrupts good habits. Evil company will corrupt good habits. The word habits there can also be interpreted character. Bad company will corrupt good character. Bad company will corrupt good morals. Evil company, bad company will corrupt uh, good manners. You keep hanging around that and keep hearing that mess, sooner or later it's gonna come out of you. But that's not only for the company that you keep that's also for the television programs that you watch. There are some great movies. Boy, movies I wouldn't mind seeing, but them folk cuss, 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 cuss. Cuss, 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 cuss. Oh my Lord. And I wouldn't mind watching it. But they cuss, 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 cuss so much. It grieved me. Oh, I can't watch that. Let's move on maybe I can tolerate a little bit sometime, but I, uh, every other word, I can't, uh no, sorry, I got to, uh-uh. You understand what I'm saying? You got to watch it, because all that can come in your heart. Now, let's go to James, James third chapter, James third chapter. Let's look at verses one through 12, as we've been doing every single week during this series. Let's go ahead and read it. It says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, uh, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very, uh, very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a small, rather, is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. (sighs) Sound effect. And it is set on fire of hell. Hell, 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 (sighs) hell. Sound effect. You have to imagine that. Let's go again, verse seven and every kind of beast and of birds and of snakes and of things in the sea is tamed and have been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poisons. Now we're gonna be looking today at verses nine through 12. It says, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Do the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Cannot happen. Let's talk about double talk today. Can we do that? Amen. Say it with me, double talk. double talk. Now, if you look the word, the phrase double talk up, just in the plain dictionary, you'll find that it means this. Language that appears to be earnest and meaningful, but in fact is a mixture of sense and nonsense. Double talk sense, a mixture of sense and nonsense. And that's what we'll find here. The Bible says that, of the same mouth, now he's talking about the congregation, not talking about the world, he's talking about people that are saved, people that know Jesus. So say with me, he's talking about me today. This word is to you. He said, out of the same mouth proceeds blessings. The word blessing there means to praise to honor God, hallelujah, you are praising the Lord, you are honoring honoring him, uh, you are declaring the blessing, hallelujah, but a little while later, we begin to curse or to doom, to speak evil yeah. on those who look like God. He said, those that are formed after the similitude of God, those who look like God, we say, God, we love you. You're wonderful. I can't stand you though. (laughs) What? God, we love you. We bless you. We praise you. Who told you to sit in my seat? That's my seat. That's my parking space. What's wrong with you? Oh, M.G. Are you hearing me? So, this stuff was going on in the church. People that said, I love Jesus, but they had a problem with their neighbors. Problem with the one that was sitting next to them. Can you imagine that would happen in church? Oh, how awful is that? And the Bible says that, my brethren, my sister, and these things ought not so to be. Can't be. Now, In other words, uh, God is saying you praise me, you bless me, then you doom and you uh, speak evil on, you slander those who look like me, the ones that I died for. So how you relate your relation to God is also tied in how you relate to others. Can we really say that God receives the fullness of our praise and worship when we bless him but curse them? Can we really say that God receives the full praise, the full worship? Jesus Jesus gives us a picture about this in the book of Revelation. We may get this some other time. He says, uh, you're neither cold nor hot. You got some double talking going on there. He said, because you're not cold or hot, guess what? I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. You haven't yet made a decision. Are you hearing me? Now, let's look at this, so I want you to see where this double talking, where this cursing is coming from, because it's, it's all right here in the book of James. It's all right here. Let's look at uh, James, James third chapter, still there, verse 14 through 16. Let's look and see where this cursing is coming from. Now, we're doing this because I need you to make sure that this is not in you, and if it is in you, say, ouch, and repent, and let's move on. Glory to God, amen? All right, he says, um, this is James third 3, verse, verse 14 through 16 out of the King James. It says, but if you have bitter, if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Envying, what is envying? Envying is simply jealousy. Can you imagine people being jealous of each other? Jealous. Not talking about people out there who say, oh, you don't know Christ, you're unborn, you're not born again. No, no, I'm talking about people who say, I love Jesus. Boy, it's quiet in here today. (laughs) Jealous. Jealous, jealous. Jealous is simply this, I want, I'm not wanting something like what you have, no, I want what you have. Jealous, if a woman says I'm jealous of you and you have this wonderful husband and I'm jealous of you, she's not saying I want a husband like your husband, I want your husband. I'm jealous of your house, they're not saying I want a house like your house, they're saying I want your house, I want your job, I want the respect that you have, I want your raise, I want your promotion, I want your approval, I, I don't want you to have it, I want it. That's the ugly face of envy. It's jealous. How did you get up and preach? Why didn't they call me to get up and preach? How did you usher? How did they, why did the pastor ask you to come up in front of the the church? I did the same thing too. And they're not even calling me up. Where's my respect? Where's my honor? I'm jealous. So this jealousy, this envy is in their hearts. In their hearts. And this is why they're cursing people. Blessing God, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, ooh, hallelujah. But then in their hearts, hmm, looking at him with a stank eye. I wonder if anybody ever looked at you with a stank eye in church before. Just keep looking straight ahead, nobody's going to know. Jealousy. He said, envying uh, and strife. Strife, of course, does mean quarreling, but it is, strife talks about selfish ambition. I want to put myself ahead of you. Yes, yes, yes. I want to put myself ahead of you. Yes, mm. I want to do things and, and, and I want self-promotion. You be back and I come forward. Mm. Now listen, if anybody says, oh, I know somebody like that. I know, oh, so-and-so is, ate up with it. Oh, pastor, you don't know. You're talking about Bessie Bug. That's who they are right now. You're talking about Bessie. Ooh, Bessie Bug, that's her, pastor. I can see it all on her. I can see it in him. Now, listen, when you do that, when you point one finger at them, three more are pointing back at you. Why are you able to see it in them so clearly? Is it because you're super spiritual? No, it's probably because you got the same stank in your own heart. Ooh, shouldn't have said it like that, right? You got the same stank in your heart. That's how you're able to see it, because it's in you so bad. If your finger points at them so sharply, it's because it's in you. But if you see it and you grieve, and that must mean that it was in you, and you've overcome that. You've been delivered. Yes, and when yes. you see it in somebody else, it hurts. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And it sparks you to pray for them. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. So it's either one or the other. In the name of Jesus. If you can look with an eye of judgment about somebody else's stuff, mm. it's in you. Yes. It's in you, bad. Mm. It's in you, bad. Jesus. But if it grieves you, then you've overcome that area, and there's nobody else better to pray for them than you. If it's in you, and you point at them, Jesus says, don't be a hypocrite. You got this big old two before poking out of your eye, trying to point to somebody else that got a little sawdust in their eye. Jesus said, pick your, get the two before out your eye. Get the beam out of your eye so that you can see clearly how to help somebody else with that little piece of sawdust in their eye. He calls that being a hypocrite. That's a good train horn there. Are you hearing? So take a self examination. When I listed that, what came up in you? Oh, that's Bessie Bug. That's, I know it. That's Bessie Bug. That's, that's her. That's her. She does that, boy. I tell you, she can't help but to. You say something, she got to one up you every time. That's her. Get a Lord. Get a Holy Ghost. Get a Holy Ghost. Get her. That's her. Mm-mm. Why do you have so much passion about it? Because it's in you. Yes, yeah. Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But if it grieves you, oh, Bessie Bug. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Bessie Bug. God save Bessie Bug. Oh. God, (laughs) you know, well then it's time, you know, your prayers are genuine and God will help them. Are you hearing? He'll help them. So you have to be honest. What comes up in you? Not what you want to come up in you. What has come up in you? You have to be honest with yourself and don't be deceived. Are you hearing me? You're either helping or helping someone else to be delivered or you're repenting repenting and saying, Lord, it is I. It is me. Yes. It's in me. Forgive me, Lord. I've been envious and I've been full of strife. I ask you, I ask you for deliverance. Amen? Amen? Because this is something that we can all go through. Yes. We can all be envious. We can all want to be ahead, Amen. but that's not something that needs to be in us. That's not something that is of Christ. You're going to have to trust God for your promotion. Trust God for your own. Amen. And rejoice with those that get it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, I want you to notice something too. Uh, As we talk about, talk about this warring in the church and these activities that were going on in the church, remember they were blessing God and cursing each other. Blessing God and cursing each other. Now blessing and cursing are both done with the mouth. So again we say, watch your mouth. Because your mouth influences, can influence your relationship with the Father. Are you hearing? Or rather your fellowship, it can influence your fellowship with the Father. Your relationship with with God is already established through Christ Jesus, that's unchanging. But your fellowship with him can be changed, can be altered because of how you talk about the ones he loves. How much love would you uh, give to someone who talks about your children? Would you find it difficult for you to love them? I can't stand your daughter, I can't stand your mama, I can't stand your daddy, I can't stand your parents, I can't stand, how much love are you, will you be willing to give, keep giving to them? Or would there be some sort of hindrance in the way? I'm telling you that there is some sort of hindrance that can get in the way between your fellowship with God because of the way that you talk and curse other people, those who were formed after his image and after his likeness. Where did this warring and hostility come from? Let's stay in the book of James. Let's go to chapter four now, James chapter four. Listen, God wants you to prosper. He wants you to increase. He, He wants you really to enjoy life. He wants you to have the fullness of life and he wants you to serve him. The right way. But remember, if we don't handle this mouth, we don't watch our mouths, we can short circuit our own lives. Are you hearing me? Yes. Let's look at this now. I want you to see this too. Uh, this is so powerful. James, the fourth chapter, verses one through eight. Let's look at this out of the New Living Translation. It says, what is causing the quarreling around the quarrels and fights among you? So here we go very next chapter, don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Are you getting this? Yet, You don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives, great, rather he gives grace generously, as the scripture says, God, what? God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And look at verse 8. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. This, hear this advice, this word, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Amen. Divided loyalty. King James says it like this. King James says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded got some double talk going on. Double talk going on. Now remember, all of this is still in the book of James. We're talking about the same thing here. Blessing God, cursing people. Double talk. Double minded. Double talk. Double minded. Now, um, let's look a little bit further. We're going to get some even more wisdom about this double talk situation. Let's go back now to the very first chapter of the book of James. James 1, verses five through eight. Very familiar scripture. It also brings up this double-mindedness. It says it, says it this way in James one, verse five through eight, uh, the King James Version, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid of naught, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth, wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. What? Let's look at the verse eight. Let's read it together. Ready? Let's go. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So let's, li- let's listen to this again. Let's, let's talk about this again. If we're blessing God and cursing man, you're double-minded. If we're confessing blessings on one hand, confessing that things are getting better, they're getting better for me, my family is healed, and I'm confessing the word of God over my life, but at the same moment, we're cursing people. You're beginning to short-circuit, short-circuit all the good that you're putting out there. It's like you're building a wall with one hand, but you're tearing it down with the other hand. Building it with one and tearing it down with the other. And nothing ever produces. Your relationship with people really does matter. The Father watches how you relate to other people. Let me say that again. He watches and he listens how you relate to other people. It's not just you worshiping God, hallelujah, and that's great. Please do that but it's also how you relate to other people. You've heard your mama used to tell you, if you can't say nothing good, don't say anything at all. Mama's very wise. But not only not saying anything at all, let's begin to confess that sin before the Lord. Lord, I can't stand Bessie Bug. Lord, when I see her, mm, mm, I feel a spirit of slap, come on. And I know that's not your will for me to slap Bessie Bug. So Lord, take this out of my heart because it has no place in me. I don't know why she make me so angry. I don't know why she give me so much. I don't know why she get under my skin. Let's pray about it. Are you hearing? Because maybe the thing that really is angering you about Bessie Bug is something that's in you. And God's showing you that so that you can take that beam out of your own eye because it's active in you. When you get to the point when you grieve over her sin, Lord, help Bessie Bug. Help Bessie Bug and, and Silly Sam. Lord, help them. You don't want them to act like that. Please deliver them. Are you hearing me? When it grieves you, then you've tapped into the heart of God. Are you hearing me? So let's, uh, let me bring you back um, still in James, the first chapter. Let me, let me bring you back to a scripture that we were in, uh, I don't know, maybe part two or three, and then we're going to begin to close today as I bring you these concluding words for the series. James 1, verse 19 through 20. Please remember these words. It says, wherefore, My beloved brethren, let every man be, what, swift to to hear, what, slow to speak and slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Are you hearing that? Don't be so quick to say anything. Don't be so quick. You don't have to answer everyone at that moment realize that you have a cannon in your mouth. You have something that will either bring life or death right here in your own mouth. You can either heal them with your mouth or hurt them with your mouth. Depending on the level of passion that you're feeling at that moment, you could be feeling so much love for them. Oh, my Lord. And you say something like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Passion, love. Or oh, you could be filled with so much anger and rage that you lash out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember, words are like um, we gave you an example of the of father that stuffed a bunch of feathers in a pillow and told his son to go outside. And, and uh, it was a windy day and he said, Let the feathers go. And the son just flopped the pillow and all the feathers went out with the wind. Then he told his son, All right, go and bring them all back in can't do it once it's out there it's out there That's right. That's right. That's right. and then you got to go and play cleanup. Yes, i didn't mean to say that i was wrong to say that i shouldn't have said that i didn't mean to hurt you please forgive me please forgive me and then that old devil comes with guilty feelings and, and all this. somebody knows what i'm talking about yes, but sometimes when the damage is done the damage is done and then you got to pray, God, please give comfort to so-and-so. Yes. I shouldn't have said that. Yes, have you repented to them? Yes. Yes. Go to God and ask God to heal their hearts. Yes, and it may take a while, yes. but the Father will heal their hearts. Yes, but understand, you can heal them or you can hurt them. Yes, yes. Be slow to speak. Yes. Be, slow, be slow to speak. Tell your neighbor, be slow to speak. Now, in conclusion, let me tell you this. We want to speak in faith and have one voice. Again, don't, have, don't use contradictory words. Don't contradict your words. If you say you can, continue to say you can, and let I can't go out the other door. When you say them both, you're tearing down the things that you're building. When you have double talk, double-minded, You're gonna have to say the same thing. Again, a mouth that speaks blessings and cursings is a double-minded man, a double-minded person, double-minded. It is unstable, the Bible says, it is unstable in all its ways. That is, you can't build with it. You can't build with it. So we we got to break the habit of saying you know, of cursing, or rather of blessing, we say, one day I'll have this house. Yes. One day I will have this, and you bless the future, yes. but you curse your present. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. One day I'm going to have this house, but I can't stand this house I'm in now. Yes. 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 You're building and tearing down. Jesus. You're building and tearing down. Glory. You're going to have to have the same confession. So I t- tell you uh, start a daily confession, start a daily confession because remember your daily confession is the roadmap of your life. Start a daily confession, start a, da- a daily confession. Uh, speak with intention and surround yourself with faithful people. You may need to get some new friends. I know that's hurtful but it's going to hurt you more to stay with those negative naysayers. If you are an eagle and you keep hanging around with the chickens, you're always going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles are meant to soar. You go higher, man. Go higher. Yes. You're supposed to be getting some live food, some live game, just flying around. That chicken, chickens got wings, but they don't, they don't use them. Doesn't mean you can't swoop down every once in a while and talk to them. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> or whatever. Cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't go down and swoop down in fellowship. How y'all doing down there? But that's not me. You can be happiest up, up top, flying around, looking for stuff in the Eagles Club. Doing that stuff. Hallelujah. Get around other people that are flying high. They have dreams. They want to do things. They want to go places. You get around them, guess what? You'll be thinking the same way. You know what? I need to be doing it too. When I hear about somebody going to the Cayman Islands, make me want to go to the Cayman Islands. They come back and say how much fun they had taking a cruise and this and that and the other, hey, I feel like I wanna do it too. You be around somebody that's uplifting, doing something, guess what, you'll be uplifted, you wanna do something too. But if you keep hanging around folk that don't do nothing, okay, true confession isn't double talk. You gotta say the same thing. True confession isn't double talk, you have to say the same thing, and then, of course, you will do it. Let me show you one last scripture. Keep the scripture in mind, Romans 10. Romans 10, and then I'll let you go today. You stay with me? Yes. I pray you're getting something out of this today. Yes. Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. Very familiar scripture. I mean, my goodness, you've said it, you've read it. Let me read it to you. Romans ten nine. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 out of the King James Version. It says this, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, say confess, Confess. say confess, Confess. say confess, Confess. if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be one, shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, what? Confession is made until salvation. Confession is made unto salvation. Now, the word confess or confession is the Greek word uh, hamalageo. Hamalageo. Can you say hamalageo? hamalageo. Ooh, I love when you speak it like that. <laughs> Speaking some good Greek. Hamalageo. And hamalageo means it means to say the same thing as another. Say the same thing as another not to deviate from it. It means to speak in agreement with, to concede, not to refuse. It means not to deny. So the Lord says one thing, and we're gonna hamalageo. I'm, I'm gonna say what he says. Jesus said I'm saved, I'm saying what he says. He said I'm healed, I'm saying what he says. He said I'm delivered, I'm saying what he says. Regardless of what I see, Regardless of what I feel, I told you about earlier how, Lord, we don't have this and we don't have that. But, Lord, I'm going to say what you say. We have more than enough. You've already supplied the need. Hallelujah. I'm going to hamelageo. I'm going to say what you say. I'm not going to double talk double talking would be i don't have it how are we gonna get it nope 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 Nope. not gonna do it nope 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 not gonna let that come out of my mouth i'm gonna say lord you've supplied it it's done that settles it glory to god let's rejoice i forgot to tell you too that microwave we talked about earlier it's in the trunk of my car we got it online community we talk about later are you hearing we rested and went ahead and got it glory to God we rested and one day somebody's gonna take it out of my trunk and set it up over there maybe today and unbox it and we'll make some microwave popcorn but you see what I'm talking about. Amen. Say the same thing. So as you start this new road, start this new thing uh, here today. As you endeavor to speak the word of God over your life, continue to speak it and continue to say the same thing. Regardless of how you feel, yes. regardless of what you see, continue to speak and to declare it because God's word is a seed. And as you declare that word of God, that is, you're sowing it in, in the rich soil, you're watering it, and you're believing God for it, you're praising for it, and you're going to see the fruit of that thing. So I want to say that we love you all, and, and thank you for joining us for uh, this Watch Your Mouth series, and I pray that from here on out, you not only watch your mouth, but you'll use your mouth for the benefit of the kingdom of God. We love you in Jesus' mighty name. Love you, online community. See you next time. Hallelujah. Amen. Give God a hand of praise. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's KingdomRock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. In there, you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.KingdomRock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.